0: Hello everybody and welcome back to Board With Fins, a podcast with casual people talking casually about board games and everything tabletop. Uh, The gimmick, potentially, is that some of us may be Finnish. The mystery goes on. Uh, I'm one of your hosts and my name is Tom. But luckily it's not just me, because next door to the studio there was an X-rated unofficial BronyCon happening and I've managed to snag two people to just randomly talk board games with me. So I'm joined in the studio by Twilight Sparkle in assless chaps. And Applejack with a ball gag. Wait a minute. It's Simon and Eater. What are the chances? Hi, guys. How's it going?
1: Which one am I? (laughs)
0: Let's, well, I don't know. Do you want a ball gag or assless chaps?
2: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I, I see myself with ashless chaps, to be honest. Okay, so you're Twilight, Twilight, Twilight Sparkle then. Twilight yep. Sparkle.
1: I've been called Pinkie Pie by some by, by a, like older man in a pub trying to like hit on me.
2: Oh wow, that is that's prote-
0: that's, yeah. that's like five levels of creepiness. Yeah,
1: I had pink hair at the time. I think it's like relevant.
0: Oh, do you you don't think it was a My Little Pony reference? Yeah,
1: uh, I think it was definitely a My Little Pony reference, but it was based on the fact that I had pink hair. Mm. Mm. I think still I'm more like creepy. Yeah. It definitely, yeah, it but there's the one that has rainbow. Like there is one that is the exact color of my fencing socks and my hair, and I can't remember I, which one it is.
2: I don't know my little pony that well. I am going to be honest. With I you just
0: me. googled, and those are the first two names. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's what. I how,
1: think it might be Twilight Sparkle. How are
2: how you
0: guys doing? Long time no see. Mm. Mm. Uh, so much has changed. Mm. So much has changed. It's I'm definitely not as hungover as I was last time because I've been drinking a vitamin water.
2: Well, you've had a sip of vitamin <laughs> <product. laughs> water. I might have another sip. I don't know if
0: you've opened it even.
1: I, I saw him, yes.
0: <laughs> I don't lie to you about my vitamin water drinking activities. Yeah, how are you guys?
1: Oh, huh, still okay. Life has been a lot this week, so <laughs> I'm just like, I'm riding the wave and hoping not to drown.
0: <laughs> okay, well, don't know how to segue from that <laughs> <sort of laughs> peer into this pool of despair. But how about we talk about some RPG stuff? Because we've talked about board games in the last episode like a bunch of nerds, <laughs> but how about we talk about Oh, yeah, now we some what the serious. Cool, what the cool kids talk about. Yeah, this is what Critical Role does, and they're millionaires, so <laughs> it must be good. It's solid business. Um, but, yeah, I thought we could have a chat about games that, basically, m- close to my heart, one of my favourite kind of settings and systems. So, not to bury the lead too much, so I'm going to be talking about uh, Deadlands, uh, or Deadlands Reloaded, I guess, in, mm. in the case of Definitely. what we've played the most of, which is a setting based around uh, Savage Worlds rule set. So it gets a bit layered, but generally speaking, it's like the core rule book is just very generic. There's nothing in it. And then Deadlands is the theme that you slather on top, like a rich Wild West caramel. That's an, that's an analogy that lands, right? That's
2: <laughs> Wild West caramel. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Brown yeah, everyone, and sticky. Yes. Yeah,
0: brown and sticky. Everyone knows what that means. Mm-hmm. Sweet and uncomfortable. <laughs>
2: You're not, you're, not, you're not making a good case for this.
0: <laughs> I'll talk you round. I'll talk you round. But I'll give you the general kind of pitch of the, the setting. So this is a, a departure from the classic sort of D&D fantasy, orcs, elves, blah, 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 blah. Uh, this is set in the Weird West uh, in 1870 hmm. A year around that. <laughs> so it's kind of like cowboys and Native Americans. I'll change <laughs> it up. I'm woke.
1: I think it actually is nowadays. Like my, I'm hearing that they do want you to call them Indians. God
2: damn it! <laughs> right. I was gonna I, 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 I was gonna say that I I, I want to add a beep over you say Native American. So it, 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 it's just cowboy <laughs> Oh
1: maybe we no. do. And then if maybe I've got time to do it, cowboy said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's
2: right. I'm switching it up. No, I want that.
1: I don't. I don't want that. I, we can think about it. And, I don't,
2: and, then, I, and then and then and then eater he, going. Um, I actually think that they prefer to be called. <laughs> <laughs> it just it just spirals out of there. It spirals oh, out of I don't, control. Like,
1: I don't think we've like, established uh, well, enough. Well, it,
2: yeah. I mean, well-timed bleeps are like... Yeah. They're, they're so funny. Yeah. They're so good. If you can do it. All right, let's
0: anyway. let's let's see if we've got the energy to do that in post-production. But, but yeah, so this is the Wild West. Or more specifically, the Weird West. Because the setup is that at this t- particular time, in this particular place in the world, the boundaries between our world and the worlds beyond are thin and creepy things... Are basically crawling through from the other side and kind of infecting our reality. So things that were only in folklore and myth are now becoming manifest and real. So these old stories of like you know the classic kind of uh, uh, what's the what's the word for like a creature that isn't like almost a mythological creature? Say. A vampire. No, no, there's like um, Yes. like cryptid, cryptids. That's the one. Like, yeah, cryptozoology. Sort of cryptozoology. Uh, but these things are then becoming real, but only in this really kind of frontier town or these frontier places where people are just barely hanging on the Wild West, but also now they're being attacked by shadow demons that mm. steal their teeth.
1: Skin crawlers and shit. Yeah. yeah. Skin Weird walkers, stuff. I think. It's yeah. yeah.
0: And like basically, you know, people rising from the grave, creepy demons and devils coming to plague, uh, plague humanity. And you're basically, for the most part, a bunch of guys uh, just... <laughs> Basically, just trying to survive in this kind of world. Uh, there's other kind of events, like California has exploded. Uh, there's been the discovery of ghost rock, which is kind of like mega steampunk coal, but it screams when you burn it. But it powers all these kind of like fantastical steampunk ad- like advances. So the technology is beyond what it would have been at the time. So you have got these kind of gunslingers, <laughs> uh, mad scientists. I think I've played a pirates. grave digger. So like... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but Egg Soldier, yeah, and also the American Civil War is kind of ground to a halt, like it's a real kind of stalemate. So there's kind of a fraction uh, between the North and the South. And there's something there's weird independent states.
1: it deals with slavery, I think. Yeah.
0: Well, the, spoilers, America still isn't a great place for uh, racial <laughs> equality. Yeah, that's right, I'll say it. Uh, but yeah, especially it was bad then. In the, the new kind of editions, they, they're trying to hand wave it as more like just treat this as the aesthetic rather than a racism simulator.
1: Mm. Thankfully, I yeah. think, yeah.
0: So it's like. Sure. If you want to say that women can't vote and they can't do anything, then that's on you, and that's just you being a dickhead. This is just kind of the old kind of Wild West fantasy aesthetic.
1: Which I kind of do appreciate the fact that they do like say specifically, like if if you really want to do this, this is you being a dickhead. Yeah. Like, not it is where made it, him, yeah. but this is like, basically. Do what you really say.
2: want to be with people who want to role play slave owners
1: and, and like, racists? Yeah.
2: it's like, oh, we're to get, I want to be a slave owner. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, that's yeah. your number Didn't one. Didn't you play an ex-slave owner? Yeah. Ex-slave owner. <laughs> So As a you just what? Yeah. What a self-own.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, I I've read
2: someone who who doesn't have slaves anymore. Gave up that life. <laughs>
0: yeah, that, uh, life of real toil and hardship. I'm sure it yes. was an odd, odd thematic choice. But it wasn't, anyway, I wasn't,
2: wasn't. I wasn't a racist.
0: Anyway, we're getting away from hmm. why I think the the game is actually pretty good. So there's still fantastical elements. There's still like a supernatural kind of vibe to it. It's mainly more horror based, like. You're not as tanky as you would be in, like, a Mm. sort of a heroic fantasy D&D style game. And also I find it easier to run because I know how humans act. And that's kind of the... So I know how, like, theoretically how NPCs would interact with you and interact Mm. with the world. And I know what seeing something fantastical would be to, like, an average guy. Yeah. Or an average person.
1: Because it's, like, it's quite, like, low magic in many ways. Like, it's, like, they're weird shit, but it's, like, very, like, unpredictable things. And it's, like, it's not most people are not magical in the world of No,
0: so there's there's a few like magic classes that you can play as but it's not really a class based game, Mm -hmm. like it's pretty much a skill based game, so everyone can pretty much do everything apart from a few little things if you have like these weird powers so uh, one of them is like a huckster, so one of the demons that come through that try and like infect and uh, spread fear Mm -hmm. among the west Uh, if you're very charismatic you can sort of capture and bind one of these demons to you, if you're like more of a card shark and through basically playing poker with the demon that is resident within you you can summon some of the demon's powers to do magic mm-hmm. on your heart but the magic is super dangerous so this is the kind of thing if you're a character that has powers beyond like a gun or a bat with a nail through it if you flub trying to do an attack you have like backfires or like if you're a mad scientist and your ghost rock powered uh, laser gun it, like doesn't fire then it'll just explode on your yeah yeah like so there is magic but it's risky kind of magic yeah the
1: magic is also like religion based and it's very like also super unreliable
0: Uh, yes so you can have a basically now the because the the film between the worlds beyond and if you have faith in certain beings that are beyond this mortal realm uh their effect in the real world can be a lot more miracle (laughs) kind Mm -hmm. of based so you can basically ask for miracles and if if you're not faithful enough, you lose faith, and your ability to like, summon miracles goes down. It's a really kind of weird system, uh, but I kind of like it just for someone having a crisis of faith <laughs> during a fight with a shadow demon.
1: Deadlands started me on the path of like my like, RPG characters seem to keep finding religion, and I don't know why that keeps happening. <laughs> but yeah.
0: It's, I think there's something subconscious there. Deadlands um, was
2: my first um, like, venture into any RPG. When yeah. we did, like, yeah.
0: either... It was the first thing I ever DM'd. Because I did the coming around the mountain one. Yeah, you ran it for there. us. That, that was probably was <laughs> in that Google Doc that you.
1: Yeah, but uh, I said that my Google Drive was empty for some reason.
0: Yeah, uh, I care nothing for this. <laughs> this no, I, session.
1: I found the uh, like some things and uh, yeah. But mm. like that was the first time we played RPGs together. You ran because at mm. the like initially the idea was that we would all run something small and then it would just like be, like because no one wanted to really be the DM yeah. and like so like we do a one shot and then someone else does a one shot maybe in a different system mm. and instead you started a mini like campaign. Yeah, we didn't imploded. really play a lot of those. No, but I, I, I
0: really liked I because that was that's why it sort of caught my imagination that I could like it's kind of the way that system is set up that it's i think it's supposed to be played quite episodically like mm. a lot of the the adventures that are published are like here's a situation in this town and you just happen to come across this yeah. and there's a bit of mystery and there's a bit of nuance and then depending on the enemy you're fighting is either going to be a warped human or something mm. behind the scenes mm. and it's usually kind of then goes from sort of intrigue to horror to kind of action survival kind of thing that's usually the progression of the episode so i kind of liked writing those kind of little episodic segments where you don't have a continuous mm -hmm. campaign
1: and the way you ran it i felt like it was there was all the there was obviously the like the horror and the supernatural element but also most of the places that we went were like small towns so we were also dealing with the like small town like Mm. frontier dynamics of people and the like communities that were affected like that was yeah quite big part of at least how you ran it
0: yeah because i kind of like again it comes down to like what I think real people would do—not not in a completely like realistic simulation kind of way—but like say in D and D, and it's like, oh, here's a, a town of gnomes, and here's like a twentieth level wizard. It's like, what, how would they react? It's like I have no idea. I don't know what gnomes really care about. The yeah. the power dynamics are all over the shop. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, the, I want to threaten the shopkeeper. It's like, well, he's very threatened because you are a god to him. <laughs> You, you have more power than he has ever seen in his life. So, yes, you can definitely threaten. Whereas in Deadlands, everyone, well, the players, the player characters are what's called wild cards. So you have the added advantage of you have three hit points, whereas everyone else in the world except big bads will have one hit point. Mm. So you're more likely to succeed in your roles and you can basically you're a bit more hardy than everyone else. But theoretically the way that the dice works and we'll, we can get into that into the actual like systems of it later is that anyone could be one-shotted through like a lucky roll like if you do insane damage like your headbutt oh yeah cause, yeah we,
2: cuz we played it like based on the savage worlds thing but a different thing mm. and i think mm. i played i just wanted to do a headbutt cuz i was close to like a weird monster and i thought my marine dude would do a headbutt and i think that did like 28 damage
1: and just instantly and that would have
0: like so better like whenever you roll the top number on a dice yeah in in savage worlds and in deadlands it's called acing and you get to roll again and add it so damage if you keep rolling the top number yeah. then damage can like, like, over. like most yeah.
2: things uh, like bosses can take what is it three wounds or mm-hmm. four wounds and they have like for every four above 7 yeah. you take a wound so yeah. 20 so like, something damage like if you're t-
0: so your toughness is 5 so if someone rolls 5 damage you become shaken or wounded above Hmm. like so five to ten points of damage is a lot so if you're headbutting someone for 25 or 26 damage it's like oh wow that was a hell of a headbutt yeah
2: (laughs) because I just roll like a d8 and a, and then it was eight, and then D eight again, and it was still an eight. So I was sixteen, and then I rolled even more. It was like, yeah, it just mm. kept. That was the only good roll I did in the entire. Because then the rest of the campaign, I was just missing all my shots, and I nearly died. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> yeah, because no captain, one helped me. The captain no one helped me it, mm. it, mm. Captain Crash Cassidy.
0: <laughs> Rip. Though I know you actually did survive. No, I, I don't you know, but your medic was oof, pretty terrible. Barely. So but anyway, like just to go back to I guess the law of deadlands because I don't think this has come up. In the things that I wrote, I was kind of touching on, like, the other side. So in the books, it's referred to, like, the hunting grounds. But it's kind of, like, the world beyond, right? Mm -hmm. Like, the spiritual demon realms are just in the hunting grounds. And the lore of the setting is that for thousands of years, like, the first peoples, um, like, sacrificed themselves to go into the hunting grounds to hold, like, these evil, like, the evil spirits Mm -hmm. back. So the reason we have, like, mythological beasts is because they did exist. They were coming through. And our ancestors went through and have been stopping them for thousands of years, mm. so now they 're just stories they're tales and then uh halfway through the American Civil War, a group of people passed through into the hunting grounds and basically slaughtered the people that were basically got rid of the spirits that were holding the evil mm. back and then Since then, the evil is kind of like filtering into the world, which is why demons are coming through, miracles are real, all these kind of beasties are coming out and um the main core of all the plot points because you can actually get like campaigns for deadlines or you could for it reloaded and there were four kind of campaigns based around the reckoners and the reckoners are like basically the most powerful spirits on the other side the most powerful mm. evil spirits on the other side and all they want to do is instill fear and basically mankind has taken that on in their sort of in more subconscious roles of what evil is and they've taken on the mantle of like the four horsemen of the apocalypse mm. so the reckoners are like war death famine and pestilence yeah and then they have the four plot point campaigns if you actually like want to do mm. it properly um they have then their arbiter in the mm. real world mm. to spread war death pestilence and famine and if they do it well enough then the world becomes a dead land and the reckoners can pass through they can't oh. walk on the earth if it isn't saturated with fear and despair oh, okay I so see. basically the heroes are then trying to stop the arbiters to stop the spread of fear because the more fearful everything is, the easier it is for evil to come through and infest our world. So it's kind of a cool idea i kind of like the 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 setting of like oh things are just coming from the other side Mm -hmm. and it's up to (laughs) us to like kind of stop it and we're
1: just a bunch of random guys in many ways for the most part like illiterate or missing one eye or like Mm. like because when you're picking your like stats and the like stats based like character you're picking your strengths but also to get more strengths and get like the coolest powers you have to also pick something that makes you incredibly bad at certain things Mm. so you can be illiterate or obese or yeah. dumb, or like <laughs> ugly, like as hell, like something which makes you much more like less charismatic, less charismatic, less charismatic or trusting. like. But then, like, you can be illiterate but speak all languages, for example. Like, these mm-hmm. are just.
0: Yeah, but I, I. So I guess if we can get into the nitty gritty of um, building characters and how it's played, I I personally like the more that I've played uh, sort of classic like D and D kind of stuff. I like the skill based system in this because I. I don't like how classes are very restrictive on well only I can mm. do this cool thing and you mm. can't do this cool thing whereas in a skill based system you can like in this and Call of Cthulhu th- you can like skill up like you, your character kind of changes and you can get better at certain I mean, things yeah, but
2: some, some people are still better at driving or shooting or, yeah, yeah, but or that's like what, doing tech stuff everyone yeah. can try it but like yeah, if, but that's you, what I mean. if you need to get an 8 and you roll a d4 that'll be really hard to mm-hmm. get that but yeah but like, if you think
0: of like subclasses in, in D&D like you know Oh, well, I'm a rogue, so only I can dodge. Mm. Only I have. Well, invasion. yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's, that's the that's, thing that gets me. It's like, oh, okay, yeah. so, so no, you, no you have. one else can learn to dodge. Yeah, yeah, it, and it's just because. And it, you could argue then people do like. Okay, my character is like this. Yeah, I built it this way. Cool I get it. I I understand it. But for me, I'm like, oh, eh. It just adds more rules. It adds more nitpicking, and then it's mm-hmm. more bookkeeping for the DM and the yeah. player.
2: Is it more than also like when you design a thing, you have to be like, oh, I have a rogue that's good at lock picking. Like I have to make like a, a lock picking scenario, and I have to make something like plan that everyone can do something that are like their strengths, and they get to do that. Uh, I don't versus know. potentially,
0: I mean, I don't know. In D anD D, again, a lot of like because it's just heroic fantasy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't know if, how tailored this because we, we kind of discussed this last time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know how tailored a D and D adventure needs to be for a party because pretty much all your skills and all the mechanics are kicking the shit out of something at some point, point. Mm. and it, you can either do sneaking, kicking the shit out of something, or summon incredible elemental powers to kick the shit out of it for you, or just keep stabbing it forever.
1: Mm. But, like, also, I, I have this, like, thing about the Deadlands where it's, like, yeah, you pick your, like, skills and there's, like, you can, like, get good at many things. I do think it would have made more sense if we were just baseline at least mildly competent at, for example, riding horses. Because none of us took any skill in riding horses uh, and it turned I, out we were exceptionally bad at everything oh, from then on because sorry. it just didn't... I remember that. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, that did come to, like, the fact that you guys really did run away from a lot, which is fine. Hmm but maybe just run away on foot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to take my horse at night.
1: Yeah, And I'm very bad at like horse riding. I cannot yeah. like, yeah. Well, no one's... Or shooting. Like, we, like, we had like, a bunch of people in the Wild West where no one could ride a horse or shoot a gun. It was excellent. It was, it was an incredible
0: mix of people. But the, I think there are scenarios where if you're not a good fighter, you can still do stuff. Mm-hmm. Because I think this... What I like is that the game isn't in your character sheet for mm-hmm. the most part. Like... And maybe it's the way I, I at least try and DM. Like, if you can improvise something stupid to do or something crazy that you think will work, I'm like more likely to reward that. And especially with the bad guys in Deadlands, because a lot of them aren't like bullet sponges. They have very particular weaknesses and very particular invulnerabilities. Mm-hmm. So if you just like, I'm going to shoot him in the head for the next five yeah, hours. It's, it's like, boring. well, yeah, it's... Yeah, He's not corporeal, you, so you know.
1: Yeah, you threw at us. People were wearing masks that made them impervious to bullets, and then we were just like, "What the fuck do we do to these people?" And uh, yeah, yeah, that was fun, though. Yeah, yeah I like they, this. I don't song. think it helped to even like our next option was always to set things on fire, and they were, yeah. I think, also because you figured like you quite did, quickly you, that was going to be our thing. So, so so you did was... set a lot of stuff
0: on fire in mm-hmm. those. to be fair,
1: Miko was playing a guy like a girl with a flamethrower, mm-hmm. like it was kind of was inevitable for that to happen. Yeah,
0: it was really difficult to give you like. Uh, like items, like usually in the classic kind of uh, yeah. RPG, so you're like you gain magic items and you become like kind of stronger. And I was like, okay, but you get some stuff with a twist. We will and I, see I give you something, you like, trust it. Yeah, and you're like, I said, fire to it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I just dis- I destroy it immediately. I'm like, but oh, again, okay, you well, you
1: were setting it up so that everything was like you were making yeah. us very paranoid and was like and boring.
2: You, you are you are good at that. Yeah. Making, making us second guess everything I'm going to do this yeah. like oh do you oh, oh, oh. <laughs> mm. but it's
0: supposed to be cre- like I, I think the whole setting and why I like it is you're, you you mm. should be kind of on an edge and you're not as flimsy I think as you think, think you are yeah. no um, especially since like playing Call of Cthulhu since then mm. where wow you are flimsy you should yeah. not be in a fight no like you better be in a fight where the g- other guy is either not looking or asleep mm. <laughs> you know that's because otherwise it's just rough. Like, there's a whole chapter in Call of Cthulhu of how to run away, mm. and it's fantastic. <laughs> like, it's so good. It's like, well, we've got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And there's, like, sort of abstract kind of chase rules to, yeah. just to keep the tension of literally running, running away. away from a fight. I
2: think I think I like that as well. And then also when you mentioned, like, that in Deadlands that boss fights or something, you have to do a specific thing that you... Ju- it's not just, like, well, I have a gun, I shoot, and then I wait for it my turn, and then I shoot mm. again. Because i maybe in, like... RPGs I find the fighting to be kind of maybe the most boring part uh, of because of usually it's like we're going to do some damage, we're going to take some damage we're going to do some damage and then we get to do yeah. more stuff I don't, I don't find, maybe I'm just like not living into the fight as much as like it's funny so if someone almost Especially dies but then, high like, level stuff but then if it's something that. like like you have to do a specific thing I remember I was running a, a thing and you were like fighting a it was basically a, like an abused dog that had turned into this sort of monster and it was only the only way to hurt it was to use that a big stick that it was used to like abuse the dog with before Ooh. that's and then I like, remember this because the, the other way is to like Attack! It, it just, it just didn't care. Yeah. Like it, you couldn't hurt it, and then that was you, you, guys, you guys, you guys got the stick. And what they did with it, I just thought like, oh, he probably wants the stick. They just yeah, threw we'll, the stick away. Oh. Yeah, well, I thought
0: that was clever. It's <laughs> like the go, the dog is going to the guy with the stick so throw the stick away, and then the dog <laughs> will run away. And uh, no, that was not it. It was like that, was, do- that the, was your only weapon. The
2: the, the dog <laughs> did not want you to have the stick.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we got it after we were just like yeah. absolutely mauled by thing. this thing. I'll throw
2: it away. And it's like
0: That was such a strong uh, that was, was a funny. super strong it boss. Funny. It was like, Oh my god. But but again god, that, I can't that's like, oh well
2: I have my like I can fight but you need to like think of a way of okay, we, we can only damage it in one way. So no, We've we yeah,
1: had that. that in D&D as well, but I understand what yeah, you guys yeah, are saying. Yeah, yeah, but no, yeah. no, mm. no, I'm not like saying doesn't, that, that
2: doesn't exist in D&D. No, no but so I'm like not it's say, definitely a, it's more that, of a...
1: like it, it, it's, it's like more built yeah. into how Deadlands works, I think. Yeah, yeah, and I think... But I
2: guess <laughs> D&D is more... It's, like, Depends it's on very fighty of like... At least when I play, it's like, yeah, people have like... You have like a major or wizard or whatever they are. Cleric that has like a million spells and it's like every fight is like, well, I make... It rain, and then I make a massive And this is something that's again, what I can do.
1: Deadlands where I think especially with the magic, they like the resources are so much more limited. like you like if, yeah. if yeah. you think that d d is like like you have too much things to do, it's like this is more like no, you can do maybe do one thing today.
0: Mm. Mm. and everything you do is high risk. yeah, it, which like is you what can like try well. to
1: do one thing today if it might succeed and be quite epic, or it might mm. maim you.
0: yeah, but I like those kind of like because a, a fight where things go really wrong. Mm. is more interesting to me than like, oh my God, that took three hours and we were just hitting it and then it was hitting us. Yeah. And it's like, and especially running like uh, bad guys in, in D&D, I think you need a lot more prep if they can do a lot more stuff. Like if your big bad guy is like a mage mm. and you want to, oh, I can do some shenanigans. And then if you really want to play it like rules mm. as written, oh, then you've got to like learn. So i have to do this whole scenario in my head and then yeah. also learn uh, five levels of spells for this like, but I think Mind Matt flight, Colwell has a
1: really good thing about this, like about running high-level bad guys that are like magic people, like so, and making it less cumbersome and what, what
0: was the top tip? If you, could you boil it down, or you can't uh, remember?
1: I genuinely like. I think it was no. I'm not gonna like. I'm not <laughs> going to sell it short. I think it was really good, and I've definitely integrated a lot of it into how I do things. But I don't have a top tip about
0: it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I guess the way I've sort of approached it now, especially with the deadline stuff, is pick two kind of crazy things that the bad guy can do and then like just stick to that don't really like kind mm. of d- don't give them a list of 25 things they can do either freestyle it at the time it would be like okay it'd be really cool if my bad guy could do this right now to like mess things up and then just do it like off uh, off the back of your hand or just narrow it down to like three kind of crazy cool things and then just sort of pick from that
1: but do you think like how do you feel about deadlands in general, not run by you? Because you were going quite deep into the like horror element of it and you like mm. doing these kind of like episodic things. Do you think it's like a system that works for other kinds of play or is it more like
0: Well, as in the the core kind of rules, do you mean? Yeah. Like- I think it can be applied. I think it's I think it, the mechanics fit best to something that isn't just pure heroic fighting. Yeah. I think it fits uh investigation and then maybe sort of horror elements of it or low-level fights. I think that's kind of the system because everyone is sort of low-health, low-fight, mm. generally kind of stats, unless you really go for a fighter. Oh, this is, I, I guess the only other system I've tried... Well, not really a system, but we just skinned it, was like literally last night doing this kind of alien-themed one. Mm. Like, you're just... Uh, it's like 2185 you're just basically space truckers you've got a g-class freighter you're going through space doing salvage jobs
1: interesting again okay. so
0: you know like have you seen alien or aliens i have yes it's ba- so it's like 80s american republicanism in the across the galaxy I, it's I like would love it. corporations own colonies you know yeah. they terraform and then you work for the corporation on mm-hmm. this new planet and like so everything's kind of rough and there's people kind of surviving on the fringes so the setup was that you you guys are a uh,
1: it's firefly
0: Pretty much, but like grimmer. Okay. It, it was, yeah, it was, I was
2: it was it was way grimmer.
0: I was doing like yeah, but I was trying to do every trope. So it was like Alien yeah. versus Firefly versus like anything yeah. that's kind of horror-y. And like I like just because I like playing out the tropes. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't the thing of like oh they can expect one thing and it's actually another. It's like I don't know. Is that interesting? Is it, is it actually kind of cool to play kind of cool exactly tropey things? things? Yeah, yeah. Mm. It's like, oh, a goblin fight in D&D. How, how expected? It's like, yeah, just fight some fucking goblins. Yeah, Stop whinging. Yeah. You're, what do you want to fight? <laughs> you know, there's a, I don't know. So there's that. So I was trying to do all this kind of like tropey thing.
2: No, I, I think it worked fine for like, it doesn't have to be, but I mean, this was also like... It wasn't the Wild West, but it was also equally horror themed for you as well. Which I just think is a theme for you. I you just do love like horror it. stuff. I do like because it. It. when like I did, like when I've done Deadlands, the few games I ran, I don't think they were uh, they were not nearly as horary as yours. Uh, I'm trying to remember which maybe, one was the, maybe I the, one the dog one. What was the other? The other one? one was like there was like a um, like a man who was you came across the town. But you basically came across a dude who was like he liked stuffing. People like he, oh, he, was, yeah. he, he was he, he, like stu- he was, you stuffed animals, and you were like contracted to like, oh, there's this puma around that he wants to like get because it's super good, like stuffed animal. But he was also taxidermy like, he was also, character. yeah, mm-hmm. a taxidermy crazy guy. But he was also collecting humans, like in a back room, he wanted and one of and he got really interested in one of you to be like, oh, I want that. I've in, actually heard about this, though. I want that, like I want that, that it, yeah. in, the, in, in your collection. But and but then, not,
0: like then and then I invented, are you saying that isn't creepy? Yeah, I'm just You're saying thinking, that's well, not that's just a normal scenario that we all deal with.
1: Well, it's not as horror as maybe your. Uh, it's so creepy, maybe it was but worse. like it wasn't maybe yeah. atmospheric. It wasn't as it wasn't as
2: horror-y, but it was maybe. Again, I have. I, I remember
0: things. being disturbed, but <laughs> it was like someone going, "Oh, you're lovely and soft. It'd be a shame <laughs> if you were to fall asleep and never wake up, so I could stuff your body with straw and put you in my yeah. back room collection." Yeah. That's still pretty creepy to
1: me. Creepy but
2: not like horror. Like yesterday when we played, which was like weird
0: That one was just I was just going for like kind yeah. of pure horror on that one. Yeah. Just like but you're alone in space. It's I know. such yeah, a good it has, setting. It has to be mm-hmm. horror. Like anyway. if I was really gutsy, I could have put nothing in there. It's just a normal ship. Yeah, everyone yeah, would have gone,
2: oh god I mean it. yeah
0: it what's You're that creaking like, yeah. you kind of make you you your brain expects you know and a then, you, and
1: then you call us out on the fact that we kept running away from everything when you were running there like
0: yeah but you were really powerful. I mean you had like a flamethrower. everyone had like a super powerful shotgun and stuff I'm like generally if you yeah. just stood and fight yeah so, but
1: which you are at making, making it really seem like we're gonna get fucked by I everything.
2: Did, I, I did a lot of mistakes playing that. Like if I if I did it again, I, I'd do so many things differently.
0: I think some of the adventures uh, that I wrote that we didn't play were a bit more pulpy, mm. which were a bit more like you can just. It's not trying to be creepy. It's just more like go out and smash something.
2: Yeah.
1: I guess if I feel like it, because I've never run deadlands, I've only played the, like some games that you ran, and mm. then like otherwise, but I think if I were to run it, because I had this idea for a D&D adventure on Avernus that never is going to happen, but I could do that same thing now (laughs) instead of Deadlands because I was thinking of doing, like, very survival-based, like, you know, resource gathering, like you're in a desert with, like, a group of, like, nomad kind of people. Hmm. And I feel like that would be something I could do in Deadlands where it's, like, it's a prairie and you're, like, roaming the prairie and it's more about dealing with the elements and dealing with the... Yeah, the the world being your main problem, obviously with some monsters in it, but yeah. less horror-y.
0: I think that's more. That's definitely more set up for something that's rules light and not not focused on like getting super powerful characters. Yeah, because I think any sort of horror element is diminished as soon as you can you can fireball summon, or Yeah, you yeah. fireball summon a storm, and like people do argue, oh, you can do horror in D anD. d It's like, well, yeah, you can, but up until the point of that first fight, then the horror is go- like there's no stress in the fight I don't think any any more than it would be in any other D&D fight.
1: I disagree but I know I play in a very particular kind of campaign.
0: So what I mean okay let's let's go into that then. Like so what would it what makes a horrifying kind of D&D setup like what uh, needs to be tailored like cuz in uh, my mind I'm thinking you have to be all very low level. I was kind
1: playing, of the, the uh, I, I ran a, it was supposed to be quite a casual game. Like it was mostly like it was, we called it the friendship is magic because it was for like a very specific <laughs> group of characters who just wanted to hang out with each other. Yeah. But at the same time, my um, I, I made reskin someone else's and slightly like altered someone else's like homebrewed ghost monsters. But their yeah. thing was that they would induce this like death spiral kind of thing where like their hits were not doing a lot of damage. But they were sapping either your strength or constitution, and then every, and they like their attack would okay, be okay. Like, so it's horrifying
0: because it's yeah, but it's, then it's a,
1: like it's a, it's like if you know how the like dynamics work at all, it's like you get you can see yourself and your like companions getting weaker, even though they are super powerful characters and mm. these are uncorporeal beings yeah. and they sap pieces of you and ask you, if you don't get out, yeah, you will die. Like you are like you are getting weaker and less able to run away and less able to fight every single round.
0: Can I then, is that a cheat because you were attacking their weakest stats? Like mm. something they have very little control over. Is that why it's horrifying? It's like, well, these numbers are very low. No, it
1: could also be their strongest stats. No, then- no, but
0: I mean like compared to like health. If someone like these guys would have like what, over 100 health, like how many attacks would it take to actively hit someone? Yeah, but, but then- if you were like, yeah, I mean, it's horrifying because it's something they can't get back, right?
1: yeah on some level but also like even if they can get it even if it regenerates after like when like after a long rest it's mm. still like it doesn't change the fact that you are you are stuck in a situation where if every moment you stay yeah. it, it becomes less likely that you get out yeah. and you're becoming less able to fight and then even if you are the person who can withstand that you can see everyone else around you getting weaker and then you mm. just like like you can like this and this was with a with characters that are super powerful yeah and I didn't, like, I actually didn't realize it was that scary or that, like, stressful until afterwards when people were saying, like, holy shit, do you realize what you did?
0: Mm. Is that then the only trick you can pull?
1: I don't know. That's the only trick I've so far pulled. Yeah. But, like, but I do think we've had those games that have felt that way without that being the mechanic.
0: I, uh I, this, re- so I ran, like, first few sessions of, like, um, Curse of Strahd for some of the D&D boys. <laughs> and um they got into a fight with uh, a lot of night hags. And they're still in the idea of you always do a fair fight with a monster Mm. and it's balanced that we will win. And I was like, well, that (laughs) isn't that isn't the case. And they kind of got trashed and like they lost really badly. And then um, the night hags let them live, but they took something from them. Mm. Like so they could choose like uh, they they were really poetic options. Like this was like all homebrew stuff that I just Mm. stole off the Internet. But you could choose like, you know, your your last breath can be. Taken, mm. like and then the the hags would keep it. And then the the deal was, we'll give you this back if you deliver us uh children from the local orphanage. And I was like, Yes, I'll give them something horrible to do, which they won't do because they're heroes. And the instantly baby. left. They were like, Well, how do we break into this orphanage? You know, I was like, <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> well and then I had to scrabble through, I was like, I'm gonna have to sketch out an orphanage <laughs> really quickly because <laughs> now they're gonna break in and steal some kids.
2: So what were you expecting them to do? Just like, like go back and kill the hags some other way? Yeah. Or, or deal, like with the, it, yeah. deal with
1: the tragedy? Like, yeah. like like the way I play these games is that like I then take the angst of the horrible things that happen to the character and I write about them. And that's my favorite part of any game that I'm playing.
0: Well, you need to steal more children. Mm. That's, how, that's how you get over this. Um, but yeah, I was like, because I just wanted to show that like, you won't win every fight. It's not a cheat to me the dm if you uh are really cheeky with how you fight things L- there is no boxing ring in D. like I, I try and make it like some things will kill you it Is is like that's the lesson that and is. they were like they're really powerful we can't beat them we've got to steal some children <laughs> <laughs> and they're like well okay that's a different lesson that i was trying to teach but all right
1: But I think that's also, like, this is how you also run, like, Deadlands as well. And it's more, like, pronounced in Deadlands because, like, the fights are even more pronouncedly not going to be fair fights that you are expecting to win.
0: I I did like those masked guys just because I was like, what happens if you give really impotent people invulnerability and they're just scumbags?
1: Yeah, they were actual dickheads. I think, like, we hated them so much and we hated them even more because we couldn't, like, none of the things (laughs) we were were just punching them them and they just, like, they were toying with us and getting, yeah. Yeah. I, like, you have run some real dickhead characters. Like, the, mm-hmm. your NPCs have been... Some of them were, like, people I had, like, real feelings of animosity <laughs> towards even after the game ended.
0: <laughs> like, just the bad guys? or Yeah, remember. the bad
1: guys, I think. yeah. I and think you were going like, to
0: meet some nicer people later on. I, and I then think...
1: some real creepy fucking things, like the dude with the, like, uh, the dolls was just, like... Oh,
0: yeah, around the campfire. Yeah. yeah.
1: Again, something that where we were just like, okay, we should just torch all of them and hope that helps. Mm-hmm.
0: I like but I like that fight cuz again it was a fight that wasn't a usual fight. It was like spoilers for this game that no one's going to. Buy. Um it was a possessed puppet and basically the puppet could control people, right? Yeah. So it made its owner like shoot itself in the middle of shoot himself in the middle of the night and then his the puppet's only weapon was you guys against each other,
1: which was excellent when we had a fucking flamethrower that got turned on us. Yeah, and but ourselves. then
0: you were like we better get rid of these weapons and then you were like no nah, no, nah, let's keep our weapons. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right uh that's kind of how it kills you though like mm. you can't really do anything except control you like yeah. that was its kind of main attack but yeah then then it was like a fight that wasn't a straight fight i kind of like those dynamics of okay it's not just you're here and you're here and then you just punch each other mm. like I, I kind of like of how will you improvise or something because what i mean it's not as if i'm going to say no to whatever you think no yeah but awesome. i'm just like kind of interested in like how you would solve it i guess is yeah. the kind of the one because um, there was going to be a really pulpy one um, where you guys were hired for some reason to, or you were just stowing away on a train or something. But you were just in the cargo car, mm. and there was like a safe uh, that you were ostensibly guarding, and then like loads of weird kind of crates that are moving across to like Salt Lake City or something. Mm. And then uh, the whole train car is kind of kidnapped by a giant airship.
1: Amazing. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, that's captained by I don't know some some guy and his crew. Uh, and they're here just to, like, steal stuff. Like, they just steal stuff from, Hel- I think it was Hellstrom Industries. Like, they're mm. one of the, the train train barons or whatever they're called. Rail barons. Rail barons. But, yeah, the whole thing was basically a setup that one of the crates contained some of the Hellstrom. So he was, like, a steampunk inventor, like the mm. city of gloom. He's the arbiter of um, pestilence. Like, uh-huh. so in this super, yeah. mm. like, grungy s- smokestack city that's where Pestilence kind of does. And he has these crazy inventions that are apparently all mechanical. Wink, wink.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but yeah, the, basically the, the bad guy would be then uh, these mechanical spiders. So one of the crates activates at altitude <laughs> and then opens <laughs> uh-huh. and then releases like giant mechanical spiders. Mm-hmm. And their whole job is to uh, avoid you, just destroy the ship. Like it, it, destroy the blimp, destroy mm-hmm. the... Fa- like. So the fight is these things will kill themselves to destroy the ship.
1: And what are you going to do? And we... then
0: what are you going to do to try and stop them without you also destroying the ship? Because you can't just flamethrow everything while you're in thousands a... of meters above the ground. In so... a thing made of hydrogen, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Wait, why were they going to destroy the, the ship? Um, mm-hmm. Because the 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 story was like in the in the safe. It was going to mm-hmm. be like fuck you, Captain, whatever of the airship, because he'd stolen so much from Hellstrom. So uh, this was okay. Hellstrom baiting him to oh, okay, steal no, something no, okay. and then kill yeah, the yeah, captain. Yeah, so yeah. That was kind of going to be it. I was like, okay, so you're now on an airship. This is the map, and also you can't leave the map, otherwise Mm. you'll die. Uh, And that was another way of like, how can I stop them running away? Yes, Mm. put them in the air.
1: (laughs) The the first game you ran for us, we were stuck on a train. Like there was like it started. I I
0: learned a lot from that because that, I, I, I really think, learned I don't
1: that. think I was in that. No, you weren't in d and No,
0: I've run team. that twice now. I ran that with the D&D guys as well, okay. and they, that was pretty cool, because someone got injected with a lot of eggs. <laughs> uh, of
1: the egg injection, had, yeah,
0: no. It's not great. Mm. Uh, but I learned a lot from, because like reading the module, especially these old-school ones, uh, is like, and then the heroes will definitely do this, and they ah. will do this. And I was like, okay, cool, I'll just take that, because I haven't DM'd mm, a game. Yeah. I haven't mm. really played in a lot of games before that. Yeah. I think I did like one session of, Rise of the Rune Lords or something, like, mm. five years before. And so it's just like, well, if the module says they'll do this, then I guess heroes will <laughs> I'm do I'm so this.
1: sorry for you. I'm <laughs>
0: and then I was like, do it, like, and then we we're like, I don't know what your plan was. I was like, we be, better get the fuck out of here. Maybe we can sacrifice these guys and just run away. <laughs> <you> can,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, they're as good as dead.
2: Was the thing, like, yeah, you had to help these guys or and then they just chose not to, or? The, the setup is that you're you're in, like, one of the
0: last trains that's going over the Rockies before they close the track for the winter because mm. everything gets snowed in and one of the passengers is an agent like agents as in like kind of fbi supernatural guys and they're transporting a creature that they found over on the east coast to like area 51 to for study Mm. and he's really antsy about it and then during the train ride basically things go things go wrong um basically the thing gets loose in the carriage at the same time then bandits kind of blow up a bridge Mm. and like the train crashes so the stage one of, like, the escalation of bad things is bandits are just trying to attack the train to steal stuff. Mm. Meanwhile, a go- <laughs> like, an ungodly creature is escaped, devoured the agent, <laughs> devoured the thing, like, and then if it's you survive the night, yeah, the, yeah, and it's loose around, and then you realize, like, you can't get, any- you camp there at the night, and you realize that all the bandits' bodies in the morning are gone. Mm. So this creature has taken the bodies and you're like... "Mm, And there's weird
1: as fuck like footprints and shit. Yeah, yeah." like
0: not... And we're in the middle of the
1: Rockies. There's no way for us... Like the fact that we were like, yeah, we should run away was like, we would (coughs) die. Like we would like...
0: It would be more of a survival, yeah, kind of thing. Because the the module is like, they'll definitely try and find the bodies and Mm -hmm. uh, this weird creature. And meanwhile, they're like, we gotta get the fuck out of here.
2: Do you think that that's true for like most groups will just do not at all what's expected? Or do you think do you think that it's more like the people you play with or we play with that will like just do, And I don't do think we would th- even do that anymore. Whatever. It yeah, was just that. I
0: think that everyone was new. I was very new like yeah. everyone was playing as very new. And then I did kind of pitch it as Because like, it was a horror theme, so maybe mm. I was really laying that on.
1: And saying that yeah. when you will like you don't wanna take a fight, you will die.
0: Mm. Well, I was trying not to just I mean if you run through the frozen Rockies on your own four yeah. four days this thing will probably pick you off yeah, yeah, like,
1: to... but, like the, i think it was the it was most for all of the people in that it was yeah i had played the dnd group before that a bit i think that's like i was the only one who had any experience in rpgs mm-hmm. at that point but like, I, in the I don't previous mean campaign, Yeah.
2: this specific campaign but i think like in general i feel like do you think we do m- even more stuff that's just like not expected or is that what everyone just does um, I feel like we go off script quite a lot.
0: It de- I think that depends on the system. Because I think your expectations of what your character would do differ very differently. And I did kind of set it up as you're just schmucks on a train mm. for that one. So fair enough, you're not going to act heroic. Whereas I think if you did set up a D&D scenario, then you are probably going to be more heroic. And like, it's really weird for a 15th level cleric to go, oh, I'm going to get the fuck out of here. And also, like, it yeah. would have
1: been different if we had been, like, if the p- characters we had played, I think we were playing, some of us were playing extremely anti-social characters to a point of, oh, like... Oh, God, this that was It was, like, a to because, like it, yeah, that made it on some level kind of almost unplayable because we had people playing characters that are just, like, I'm, a, I'm a lone wolf. <laughs> I hate everyone, will not speak to anyone, not, will not make eye contact with anyone. I mm. hate everyone, and I just have knives.
0: Yeah, it was tricky. Because you try, I was, because I, spoilers, I knew what was going to happen in the adventure. So I was like, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, I know, I, I flicked ahead. Um, but it, it, it's kind of important to, well, what I thought at the time, to try and build, like, um, relationships or at least interactions to with people on the train. care about the people yeah. on
1: the train to be, like, yeah. And then everyone's like, I don't
0: care about anyone apart from me. My life is one tragedy after another. I expected this to happen. I'll kill anyone if I need to. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, well, they, these, these guys are as good as dead. Um, and I think
1: just, that was most of us were like exactly like this. Like I think Raz was playing like a single-minded person with mm. mostly biceps and no brains, and like like and doing weird like no, like I killed my best friend and I will kill again and just yeah. like you know uh, dark
0: pass. I really liked how Ruby played it. Like she yeah. was just like a she, she was, was blind. Really... Like that was her hindrance. She was like I'm I'm completely blind, okay, but like wow. properly.
2: Yeah, like she. How just, do you it... play what?
0: You that can't we, shoot. You can't fight. Like, and she was just like a shamanic healer. Okay, I think Ruby was was
1: excellent. Like,
0: Mm. she was like, "I'm going to help these injured people in the train." Meanwhile, everyone else is like, "I'm going to get my gun out just in case. Got to protect myself." Like, Ruby's like, "I'm going to just heal. I'm going to heal these guys because that's uh, the nice thing to do." MVP of that,
1: yeah.
0: But yeah, expectations I think drive like drive what people want to get out of a game as well.
1: Mm -hmm. I think that's like one thing that I think we could talk about at some point is like session zero being a thing Mm. because we tried to do a session zero but like our session zero was mostly us being understanding what the fuck do you do with these dice how do you build a character how does the system work what is even playing RPGs Mm. and we didn't really do the like expectation management or like what kind of a game do we want like I think there's there's a skill to session zero if you're doing a campaign and especially like
0: pitching a game and then people understanding what kind of flavour of game it's going to be uh, because that can be a real kind Of mismatch as well, you know, if you set up for a heroic fantasy and it's like we well, got two hit points and you can't fight, mm-hmm. they're like, Oh, well, <laughs> my guy is is <laughs> he shouldn't be alive in this world, that like there's no way this guy lived past 15.
1: Or if you're doing a like a horror story and like or like with like real tragic tragic shit or like social dynamics and everything, and then you get like a raccoon and a like a person called Titsman G, <laughs> like it's just like, Well, we
0: did have Jerry Dildo Baggins in no. the uh, we did and, have yeah.
2: Jerry Dildo Baggins
0: GDB GDB. Even in the horror alien one. <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow, okay. No, I think he was just named Jerry, just Jerry. in that one.
0: Yeah, Bo played he, that really yeah. well. Mm-hmm. I can show you the sheet. Basically, I was just trying to like see distrust among everyone because uh. there was the core crew and then there was two corporate guys. One was a synthetic mm. and obviously no. has... I don't
2: know how you had written that the, the one of the corporate guys was supposed to be, but he played... He, either he is a... Oh, so he just played it really well. We're
0: gonna beat that cunt.
1: one. <laughs>
0: mm, yeah. Uh, I, I party was born to play because yeah. up until that point, uh, the company guy was gonna be the NPC, right? Cause yeah. A, and yeah, then he sort yeah, of took yeah, it. And yeah. I was like, oh, this guy's gonna be such a. I think, but I, I think he, he played shithead. it
2: even like meaner than you. Yeah, were. I, I was like, he was a real fucking asshole. I, I he know was you, saying some weird you, you shit. Was I was like, like, hands yeah, off. Love it.
0: Yeah, it was it was perfect. Oh, it was perfect. So
2: it was, he was so annoying. Yeah, but I like think, in a like in a good way annoying. Like I would expect this guy to be this yeah. annoying, not yeah. like annoying not playing. Like he's an like exec from a,
0: a multi-trillion-dollar interplanetary corporation, yeah. and he's been told that he's in charge. Yeah. So you're just trucker schmucks there. Mm-hmm. I would and he was love
1: like, to play that kind of a, but like I would want to play like an NPC villain in some character and play game at some point because I feel like that would be so fun. I don't know mm-hmm. if I would be any good at it. I think I might be too nice. <laughs>
0: As a a villain.
1: We'll get you you in a Hey, guys, welcome to my castle. And then I will eat you, yes.
0: (laughs) Maybe. Mm. Only if I get bored enough. Mm. Um, Okay, so that's kind of our discussion of Deadlands, uh, kind of why I like it, why I play it. Apparently, I've just, after a moment of introspection, realized that I only like horror games.
2: Uh, I think, yeah, you, you like Deadlands, but I think you like the horror part of it. It
1: gives you a More? like a template of weak people in a weird situation, and that means you yeah. get to like do horror. Yeah, in I
0: my... do a, It's a sick sexual pleasure that <laughs> I get in, from.
2: In it. my head, every time we think about uh, or we talk about deadlines or like playing deadlines, my head goes to I don't know if you've seen the film. It's called Wild West with Will Smith in it. That Wild is, Wild West. Yeah Wild, yeah, Wild West. That's the aesthetic that I think of when it comes to deadlines. Giant mostly. mechanical spiders. And then Giant like I, I'm like, oh, we're in this, we're in this world. And then that's that's my basis for everything in Deadlands is yeah. Will Smith in the Wild West. It's more of a, a dark twist on that. Yeah, it's a dark it. twist on that. But that is sort of my aesthetic of it. But I guess I'm not as focused on like that grungy, horror-y part of it. I'm more like, mm-hmm. oh, the Wild Wild West is pretty cool. There was
0: like, there was, well, I've sent you like the story art. There were some like pulpy ones. Yeah, and there yeah, was some really, there was some yeah, dark shit yeah. that I don't think now I would get anyone to play. Just because it's too, too it, rough.
1: I was just thinking, like I haven't played in a game run by either of you guys in a very, very long time at this point, and I've mm. like I would like to give Deadlands a new go now that it's like with maybe people who would be playing it differently and maybe with more perspective now about how I would like to play like RPGs because
0: we definitely should I've got, well, say, I've got... Say,
2: say, say the word and then we'll pencil in that June afternoon <laughs> you're free and then, then yeah. we'll we'll, we'll go June for it that's June 2024 yeah. Yeah. as well oh, yeah. that's yeah. not that's not this year yeah. I'm not, not pointing fingers some of us more busy than others <laughs> Uh, could, be any, could be any of us.
1: Fingers crossed. Dude, so, yeah. we'll we should do I've, I've, I've it. I've got
0: an adventure that I was like... Because I, I get I two a, pitches to I these have guys.
1: A,
2: I have a Deadlands adventure that I've had ready for like years. Okay,
0: well, we should do that one then.
2: Yeah.
1: And like I've tentatively agreed to maybe be playing in a Blades in the Dark like one-shot. Ooh, shot, I hear, like, I hear once, some interesting I things. I don't know. I, we'll talk well, about we we'll talk it about that later. Like, yeah. Heists. Heists. It should be fun. Like it's going to be... Like it might happen after HLR, but like it might be ran by a person who also hasn't played it but is very interested in it so yeah. we'll just yeah, see yeah, how yeah. that goes but like, mm-hmm. I'm just now getting to the moment of my life where I'm like okay when this thing that I'm currently doing is over I'll have time to actually do new and interesting things again yeah. and I'm hoping <laughs> that like maybe doing Deadlands again is one of those things. Yeah we definitely should. I need more horror in my life that isn't yeah, yeah, caused by actual real life things actual that I'm trying to deal with. Horrendous
0: yet. injuries and work workplace mm-hmm. dramas. Yeah. Yeah. Well we could all we can I mean, all say when that. when
2: your life is too much horror you don't want to go home and then pretend even more horrific things happen. No, but then it's That's horrific. when you need Cascadia. <laughs> when, when your life's horror you need Cascadia. Yeah, I think that's a good or a giant panda model. Yeah, hmm. and when your life is like Cascadia, you need horror in your life. And then that's like true. When we're everything in Deadlands,
1: balance. it's like, well, okay, Deadlands isn't the greatest. It's thing not really difficult. horror. No, like, but like, like D and D gives you the feeling of like, hey, there are monsters, but I can deal with them. Deadlands yeah. give you the feeling like, oh, there are monsters, I should run away, or I'm fucked. Mm. And mm-hmm. then like, or you're just like, I'm made of glass.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's still, I mean, everything can be overcome. Mm. That's yeah. not, there's not an un, undefeatable evil.
1: unless the, like the weird like what were the like huge like blood sucking thick like falls oh, down your throat and then you're fucked yeah, yeah.
0: rules is written they will kill you nine times out of ten <laughs> they, really they,
1: were, they, they were terrifying yes.
0: Yeah. that's nah, all cool stuff all good stories uh, but yeah maybe we can like play some sessions in the future and report back see if we're still on the Deadlands train see if I can convince you over to the horror side mm. away mm. from your D&D
1: nah D&D is still like
2: for life or, or, or we end up on the cyberpunk train
0: that's true. I do want to play more good. cyberpunk
2: I which, still which haven't played a, which it which like, is clunky as hell but you don't have to you can just ignore some things that that. Just that, just too that make, it's it, a that bit make crunchy. it more crunchier but you just can just ignore that and you don't have to like, Yeah. well
0: we can not, come back yeah. to that one Yeah. 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 we'll Playing come back what, to all of these we'll yeah. play probably. every RPG and yeah. then we'll yeah, come back to it Yeah.
1: like like the ten candles is also something that I want to play with you guys oh my god yeah but
0: that's just that's very role playing. You've got to be in the right state of mind for that. But yeah, I would right love to re- do it.
1: Yeah. Let's try to play more role playing games in the year 2023.
0: I'm up for that. I'm up for that.
2: I think that's a good goal.
0: All right. And on that, New Year's resolution. Mm. Spoilers where we're, when we're recording this. Mm. Um, yeah. We'll say goodbye from us. Goodbye. Follow us on the socials.
2: Sparkles McGee. Uh, whatever uh,
0: Twilight, Sparkles. Twilight Sparkles. Twilight Sparkles.
1: Uh, Applejack. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, both horrendous to look at. Uh, <laughs> just real. Real X rated stuff. I'm not a fan. <laughs> but maybe you can catch on OnlyFans or Instagram yeah. after this episode. But yeah, it's goodbye from me. Bye. It's mild buys again. Mild buys all round. Okay, bye bye bye. Bye 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 bye.
1: bye.